In a dramatic development this afternoon, Clubs New South Wales boss Josh Landis has been sacked after telling a journalist that New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet was being guided by his, quote, conservative Catholic gut in his bid to introduce gambling reforms. Josh Landis was quoted in the Sydney Morning Herald this morning saying the Premier's position was causing hyper-anxiety in the gaming industry. His commentary is a sign of the growing toxicity of the debate over gambling reform ahead of the March state election. The issue has also divided RSL groups across the country. Earlier this month, RSL Tasmania announced it would remove the last of its poker machines from its clubs by June this year. Ray James is the president of RSL New South Wales and he joins me now. Welcome to the program. Afternoon, Sarah. Ray, first of all, do you think Clubs New South Wales has made the right call in sacking Josh Landis over these comments this afternoon? Do you think he went too far? Oh, look, that's that's for, for the Clubs New South Wales and for the Premier. Um, it's um, and it's nothing to do with the uh, Return to Services League of Australia and New South Wales branch, so I'll leave that in that arena. <laughs> okay. Now, before we get to any proposed gambling reforms, I want to begin by clarifying something which I'm sure you have to deal with a lot. Can you please explain to our own listeners what the difference is between the New South Wales RSL, the organisation that you lead, and the RSL and Services Clubs Association? Look, most people um, probably don't know that uh, Return and Services League of Australia, especially in New South Wales, uh, the RSL, as people call it, is is a completely separate entity to clubs. Um, a lot of the sub-branches, our, our, we've got some 320 sub-branches throughout New South Wales, which is our charitable arm of the um, Return and Services League, and uh, we're there looking after veterans and their families in, in their local communities. Um, so they meet in the RSL clubs and that, but they are not the same entity. Um, back in the 70s, it was a split with the state legislation um, that a charity could not hold a liquor licence or gaming licence. And uh, that's when it all started to change. And uh, people just don't realise they go into an RSL and that's a problem with a lot of our younger veterans. They go into RSL and they think that's the the side of it that looks after veterans and their families and, and we're completely separate. And um, that's the message that we've been getting out there and it's a hard push but it's slowly um, edging in there and with our sub-branch members um, in the local communities um, engaging with the local uh, veterans in the area uh, of getting that message across there to know that uh, we're not the, the poker machines and, and, and the beer and that. We are the um, backer house, so to call, so to speak, um, looking after veterinary families in need, whether it be um, settling into the local community, looking for work, um, housing, um, uh, help with their um, uh, pensions, uh, with our advocates helping them with pensions with DVA and all that sort of stuff. And that's that's the big hard sell, especially with the younger veterans. Mm. So you are the head of New South Wales RSL, the charity. Your organisation does have a memorandum of understanding with the RSL Services Clubs Association and also Clubs New South Wales, which is the peak body representing clubs in this state, Uh, uh which And this memorandum of understanding, uh, amongst other things, compels parties to work together to improve the lives of veterans and their families. How concerned are you about the potential harm that pokey machines might be inflicting on veterans and their families? 
Look, the effects of gambling on veterans, we don't really know what the effect of gambling is having on veterans and their families in New South Wales, uh, as club membership is managed by the clubs. Um, so as far as I'm aware, the, the clubs are not identifying veterans at this point, of mem- at the point of membership. But we're working in that space with, 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 the, um, with the two organisations to get a better understanding so that um, veterans um, in the local community who, who approach the, the, um, the clubs of the RSL clubs uh, understand um, the difference between the two entities um, and that's that's one of the biggest things and and I'm happy that we signed an MOU last year with both um, uh, clubs New South Wales and RSO Service Clubs New South Wales in that way so that we can work together to um, um, to help veterans and, um, and their families in local areas. You say you don't have any research on uh, how many veterans and their families are also sort of embroiled in any possible gambling harms with pokies. Uh, that is something that I've heard before. But what I want to know is, are you conducting any research to quantify this relationship, if such a, a relationship exists? Look, we're encouraging our sub-branch members at local areas to to um, identify people with with issues and then to appropriately direct them into the areas that they need to be to for help. Um, as as opposed to um, no, we're not. We haven't done any research in that area. Do veterans have a view on whether they want pokies? in the clubs that they attend, given that Tasmania has already moved on this to get rid of pokies? Yeah, look, I understand Tasmania, but we we, um, we got rid of the pokies and that um, back in um, the 70s. I mean, Tasmania... From your organisation, um, but not from the clubs? No, not from the clubs, because we don't run the clubs. Um, we don't own the clubs. So um, at the end of the day, I know Tasmania's done that, but Tasmania's got three sub-branches, uh, three clubs down there. So one of their clubs, only one of their clubs had poker machines in it. So it's a little bit different to draw the analogy between Tasmania and New South Wales, I'm afraid. Mm-mm. Your national president, Greg Mellick, has expressed his personal support for a cashless gaming card, which has become a key issue in the New South Wales state election, while also acknowledging that the national RSL doesn't yet have an official position. That's his personal opinion. What's your personal opinion on a cashless gaming card? Look, I, I don't gamble. I don't play poker machines. Um, so personally, um, I, I'm just working in the space of making sure our veterans are being well looked after. I'm making sure that if they've got a, uh, an issue with, um, with gambling, that we address that issue um, with the individual at hand and to direct them in the right place for help. Um, that's that's the best we can do at this point in time. I, I don't know what else we can do. We're on the ground. We're, we're um, uh, engaging with all our uh, veterans. And, and just in the last uh, 12 months, uh, with the change of the way that we do business in New South Wales with our sub-branches, uh, we've got online membership now. And uh, we engaged uh, or increased our membership by over 2,000 in the last 12 months. And we engage with those people and um, help them along the road. So that's the best way we can do it. We engage with the, with that. Now that we've got the census out there, um, the census report back on saying where the veterans are located, we're making sure that our sub-branches um, get involved in the local community and um, try and engage with the local membership, our local veterans in their area. Mm, sure. But I just want to um, ask you about poker machines, if I can. We've got a text mm. that's, that's come through. One person says, how does the operation of poker machines accord with any of the RSL's core values? Well, it doesn't. So do you feel comfortable with returned with RSL clubs having poker machines inside their premises. Well, that's that's out of my realm. That's not my. Uh, that's not our area. The, the the area. Look, our clubs, are, our sub branches are mostly 
um, housed in in the club in the RSL clubs, um, but nothing to do with the poke machines and that. Uh, they get in-house or sorry, in-kind help. Um, the RSL clubs allow them to meet in the in their facility in their premises, have meetings there, have functions there, um, have um, uh, like workshops and all that sort of stuff there. So we work with that in that area. So um, yes, that's that's the area that we look at. But to be clear, poker machines do not align with RSL values in any way. No, no, it doesn't. And even though they are not part of your operation, you are working in a venue which has poker machines. Yes. How do you go forward with that, given that there is such a debate over gambling harms and also the proceeds of crime being washed through these machines? Uh ahead of the New South Wales state election. Are you going to formulate a policy on a cashless gaming card or other measures? That'll be an issue for the board. I'm only one member of the board, but just in, in relation to your previous question that, most of our um, sub-branches have um, uh, um, sort of men's sheds and stuff like that. So they're not actually um, always inside the club facility. Um, or if they do go to the club facility, most of them just join the, they go to the meeting and leave the premises. If you just tuned in, RSL New South Wales President Ray James is my guest. He's talking about the ongoing debate over pokies in New South Wales with me, Sarah Dingle, here on RN Drive. Earlier this month, Clubs New South Wales CEO Margot Smith urged her members to wage a war against Premier Perrottet's cashless gaming card. Do you agree with that strategy? That's for them. That's nothing to do with us. And um, uh, it's not something that we would be doing, no. Do you find it galling that she's urging clubs with the RSL name to take this up with their local MPs? Well, again, like I said, look, any um, um, RSL club in New South Wales or service club, if it's not supporting their local sub-branch and the good work that our veteran volunteers do for other veterans in their community, well... I think they should look at changing their name, consider changing their name. Mm. And is that, I mean, that's something that they have had for a long time. Would you consider taking legal action uh, over the name to get them to change the name? Or is that something that would have to come from them? Look, that, that, that's something that we will deal with in, in, coming, in coming time. I suppose like the board will make that decision. Um, <clears throat> RSL New South Wales Board of Directors will make those decisions in in, uh, in due course, I gather. But uh, at the moment, um, they are allowed to trade under those names. They have been trading under that the name with the RSL name unit since uh, the mid seventies uh, when they applied to fair trading to trade under those names. And uh, look, we we can't um, yeah we've got no avenue to take that away from them at this point in time. But it does reflect, uh, I suppose. The, the dimension of concern that you feel over this issue that you think they should consider changing their name? Well, I'm just saying that um, if they don't support the um, our charitable purpose in, in the proper manner, maybe that's an option for them. It's not even a year old, your MOU with Clubs New South Wales and uh, the RSL clubs, but would you consider revising or scrapping the memorandum of understanding you have with them over this issue? Look, we're always looking at um, MOUs. It's not the only MOU we've got, um, but uh, we're always looking at that and reassessing it at a board level. And um, so whatever happens, um, happens. Ray James, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. You're welcome, Sarah. RSL New South Wales President Ray James there. 
Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.